are back with season three of the Bowling School Spotlight Podcast with me, Mr. Manso, your computer science teacher and technology coordinator. Each episode of this podcast will spotlight some of the amazing things that staff, teachers, students, and members of the Bowling School community are doing throughout the year. Our first podcast episode was broadcast in October of 2019 before the world changed and shut down. We switched to remote learning, then to hybrid learning, and now we're back face-to-face or mask-to-mask as we hopefully have learned to manage COVID-19 and eventually put it behind us. After all the changes we've been through, it remains important to stay connected to each other and celebrate all the amazing things happening at Bolden Elementary School. So let's shine that spotlight back on some of those amazing highlights and exciting things that are happening here at Bowling. First up in today's episode is a conversation with Minecraft Dan, also known as Dan Coronel with the Microsoft Education Team, or Microsoft EDU. Dan has been an invaluable resource to us here at Boland as we learn different ways to use Minecraft in the classroom. During our freewheeling conversation, we discuss everything from the game aspects of Minecraft to how it can be used to teach things like digital citizenship and social justice. So let's turn the spotlight on Minecraft Dan for the first of our conversations about all things Minecraft. Welcome, Dan, to the Bowling School Spotlight Podcast. Really appreciate you joining us for the first episode in 2022. So wondering if you might be able to just give a brief introduction to our listeners. Sure. Thanks so much for having me, Dan. Um, yeah. So, hi. I'm I'm Dan. Um, I I go by Minecraft Dan here by um, some teachers that I've spoke to, as well as my colleagues, sometimes even my family. Um, and I just uh, have a huge passion for uh, Minecraft, and I have the pleasure of being able to um, talk with teachers about it and share that share that passion um, through my position here at Microsoft on the EDU team. Um, so I started off as a gaming expert in the store. I don't know if any of you guys have ever been up to the Burlington Mall, um, but we used to have a little store up there. And then since the pandemic hit, everything kind of switched up a little bit. But um, I still get to show off my passion through um, through Minecraft or through Minecraft and the, especially the Education Edition. Yeah, one thing about Minecraft, I think that um, the students love um, here at Boland is the game aspect of it. Um, video games, especially during the pandemic, have uh, been more popular than ever um, with everybody kind of shut in and doing their own thing and doing remote learning. Um, So uh, I know we've kind of leveraged different types of online resources to kind of make sure that we still have students engaged, whether it's um, in face-to-face learning like we're in now or, you know, the previous two years when we were doing remote learning. Um, So the students are definitely into Minecraft and being gamers themselves, but how could uh, uh, Microsoft um, EDU 
um, kind of uh, help teachers to realize that Minecraft can be a resource in their classroom to kind of help students not only remain engaged, but also show what they're learning by using um, something like Minecraft. Well, let, let's back up a little bit. Why don't you explain to the listeners what Minecraft is? Sure, yeah, that, that's a nice place to start. And I can even um, answer a little bit more about the other questions too. Um, but so Minecraft itself is a crafting survival creative game. Um, that's that's the that's the main where you, it's very block based. You go in and it's it's extremely simplified. There's no like details of the grass. It's just like some green pixels. Um, but that's what everybody seems to know and love about it. Um, and it's it developed over time. And there's been um, a lot of lot of additions. But uh, what I what I really appreciate about it is how creative it can be. Um, the world is whatever you want it to be. So if you want to go fishing, you can go fishing. If you wanna if you wanna have a little farm, you can do that. Um, if you wanna go exploring and find out, go to the Nether, go to the um, End, which are a bunch of other different dimensions, you can do that. Um, or if you just want to, you know, hang out and, and build a house and build a city, you can do that as well. So there's a lot of fantastic, and of course, mining, of course, you can, there's um, the, the main big of the part of the game. And there's been a huge um, update recently where they increase the amount of space that is underground. So you can go um, a lot deeper and have a lot more caving adventures. And there's going to be more updates of, for that to come as well. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's one of the huge pieces. You can um, create uh, different items based on what you gather. Um, so, for example, if it, you can learn that um, to make uh, flint and steel, it's literally flint and steel, and that's that's something that you can um, you can make fires with. So it's it's a lot of learning just by crafting and by doing and immersing yourself. Um, so that's that's the main Minecraft game, and then the education piece on top of that is um, classroom classroom additions. So there's um, NPCs, which stand for non-playable characters. There are um, boards, slates, and posters, which allow teachers to be able to post um, their, their assignments and to communicate with their students, as well as booking quills, where you're able to write your stories and submit entire assignments just within Minecraft and, and um, save them as PDFs to upload to a portal. Or, or um, you can keep them in Minecraft and kind of immerse yourself and literally throw it to your teacher within the game and submit the assignment that way. So um, there's a lot of great uh, additions. And um, uh, my favorite is the chemistry because the, there's a huge, huge, huge chemistry um, add-on that just has so many chemistry blocks that are specific to Minecraft education. And you're able to learn such fantastic things by just having fun and, and, and trying trying things out. So for example, you can put in a dirt block into um, the element the, the element uh, deconstructors and you'll get some different elements that come that are appear in dirt and then that can just some spark some um, conversation about like what why did why did dirt turn into this and and that sort of thing. So um, but but it goes well beyond chemistry. Minecraft education edition is uh, very much used in any sort of classroom space and um, I am of the opinion K through college level are um, will find use out of Minecraft yeah absolutely I mean, I mean just uh, here at Boland uh, elementary with, with grades um, you know K through five the 
the possibilities with Minecraft Minecraft are limitless. Um, which and be, you know honestly because of that, um, it's such a vast and um, and kind of there's so much unlimited potential. Sometimes it can kind of scare teachers. Um, I know you've been helping me, you know, kind of understand how to build and mine on my own and create activities for my students in the computer lab. Um, but could you speak a little bit more um, about the specific educational resources that are already available to teachers who may not have any experience with Minecraft at all? How might they be able to introduce a Minecraft activity into their classroom, even if they've never built a house or gone to the nether? And I'm sure <laughs> many of our listeners may know exactly what the <laughs> nether is. Um, but uh, for somebody who's a complete beginner and has never entered or created a Minecraft world of their own, what kind of resources are already available for a classroom teacher, say, in second, third, fourth, or fifth grade that they could use with their students? Yeah, sure. Um, fantastic question. So, um, yeah, it, it definitely can be a little bit scary if you've never touched a, like, or aren't too much of a gamer. Um, I, I've been playing all kinds of games my whole life, so I've, I'm very comfortable with um, the controls. Um, WASD, that's where you have your left hand, and then the mouse is you have your right. So um, that, that sort of setup is pretty uh, common for me. But if it's not, um, that's, what, that's what our team is here for, and that, that's what I'm here for. Um, that's what Microsoft's here for. First off is you'll be able to reach out to me um, just an email away, and I'm happy to hop on with anybody uh, for just a, a phone call, talk about, we can do some screen sharing. You can tell me your woes, tell me what you need some support with, and um, I'll take as long or as little as we need to uh, make sure you're comfortable. Um, that's one piece. And another piece is that uh, Minecraft Education Edition made it so that um, everything that you need as resources is built right into the game. So um, you don't really need to scour the web for um, different resources on how to build this, how to build that, how to um, like start a unit in whatever class you're in. Um, it's actually, there's a lot of pre-built worlds, so you can take comfort in that if you're new. Um, you can just hop right in, click play, and you're launched right into um, one of many, many pre-built worlds across a bunch of different types of um, subjects. So um, the, I, would, I would suggest uh, diving right in. That's my biggest suggestion. If, you're, if you want to try Minecraft, but you're a little nervous, just jump in. You can't break the game. You could just <laughs> just uh, get in there, um, make mistakes, fail early, fail often, and um, and then come back to me if you have any questions, and and we'll be able to kind of help out. Um, but um, yeah, there's always going to be something where you'll you know want a little bit more support with um, as as you go through, whether it be building, whether it be um, designing a lesson, and we're definitely here for that. So um, something recently that I'm trying to do more and more of is is starting to um, connect with schools and teachers and uh, to have them um, build their own schools or build their schools. Um, I know, and, and we're, we're very much working on it together. Um, I'm doing it with a couple others as well, and I'm more than happy to kind of kickstart the process by, um, you know, uh, starting off the world and um, starting off the school the way I would. I have a little bit of a background in, uh, from my undergrad, was architecture. So a lot of it comes a little bit naturally where I kind of think that this block goes, would, um, would equal to this real life uh, material. And um, 
and that sort of process. It's a lot of trial and error, but I think um, it's really great. And I, if you take anything away, I would say just jump right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and just what you said about um, starting with schools and helping them uh, do builds um, about, you know, either in Minecraft um, with their physical school building. Um, I know you've uh, given me the motivation to create the computer lab in Minecraft um, as a place for the students to gather and then using the slates, the boards uh, to give them the directions they need to then leave the computer lab and venture out into the larger Minecraft world to um, uh, have a build space where they can create anything I want them to or maybe give them the um, ability to just build something creatively on their own. But there is also, and, and you mentioned all the resources in the education edition, there's a lot of great resources in there um, for using Minecraft to teach things like digital citizenship and social emotional learning. And recently we just, um, the, uh, the month of February was Black History Month, and there's really some great resources that Minecraft has created. Minecraft EDU has created around um, activism and uh, the work of uh, Martin Luther King Jr. and John Lewis, uh, the late uh, Congressman John Lewis. Um, you have a great um, activity uh, called Good Trouble um, in Minecraft, where the students can kind of experience uh, the civil rights movement and the history of uh, that struggle. So the resources are pretty impressive. And, and for a classroom teacher, um, um, all they would have to do is really just open that world and allow the students to join it. And they can um, direct their students through it and document, you know, and use, like you said, use the virtual book and quill uh, for the students to uh, share what they've learned along the way. Um, is there one um, example of using Minecraft in a classroom or in a school that really stands out to you that you've seen? Uh, if not at Bolin, then you know at another school you've been working with. Um, yeah, I, I'd say like I, I like to make the connections between um, some of the some of the items in the game that the students might already um, be comfortable with. So. For example, um, redstone, if you're not familiar, is is like a basically a, the electric wiring within Minecraft. Um, there's a lot of very specific redstone rules that make things work and make make things dope. Um, and I I like to relate that to some sort of um, like like computer science type lesson where, for example, an if then statement. So if if there's um, like redstone here and not here, then this will happen. And this can be either a door opening, a piston um, uh, launching, or um, a dropper dropping something, any number of things. And so it, there's nice, nice comparisons like that that you can do um, to sort of it's just, just relate the game itself and not even necessarily think about, you know, um, broader aspects, but like you, it's it's electrical wiring. It, you're doing you're doing coding. Um, there, some of the most amazing things I've seen in general are like you can actually build an entire calculator in Minecraft, 
and that's just using redstone and using pistons um, and being really having a deep understanding of how the redstone works and and how coding works and how um, different things. So it, it and you can even make computers. I've seen some guy make Minecraft within Minecraft. As crazy as that is, <laughs> so wow. it it's it's it goes it goes deep. Um, there's a lot of fantastic. Um, of fantastic things that you can do with it and um i, I would say that th those are some of the ones that stick out to me are just being able to um compare lessons with uh, that are just any any lesson just period like in in that you're going to be teaching your students in school um and comparing it to some sort of aspect of minecraft um, for me, that comes very naturally, and I'm happy to have conversations about that whenever. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's one of the things that I find the most excitement out of and <laughs> that I've enjoyed. Yeah, and I can definitely, um, I can, you know, for any of my fellow teachers who are listening to this conversation, and even parents out there who uh, may think of uh, Minecraft as just a video game uh, and something not worth uh, using, um, in the classroom or at school um there are uh there you know we're we're kind of you know giving a, a big uh overview of what minecraft is and what it's capable of but when you really drill down it kind of fits really well into the computer science for all grant that springfield public schools has been um uh, uh really pursuing um for the last uh five years now um and they're at the forefront of really integrating computer science into every content area um throughout the curriculum in uh in elementary school and you mentioned um just the coding concept of uh conditionals the if then or else um thing uh which is part of the lessons that we're teaching through the cs for all grants so Having Minecraft is yet another resource to be able to to build on what they're learning in programs like Scratch or CodeSpark or Code.org. It just you know it continues to elevate um, the skill level and uh, the exposure to computer science that the students as early as you know K one and two are are getting. Absolutely. So, you actually, um, yeah, so you actually made me think of another piece of it all too, is that um, the step, so the STEM piece, um, the, there's an agent in the game. He's basically a cute little robot and you get to code him um, using block coding and you can um, have him do any number of things, whether it be make a house, dig a hole, um, have you lay flowers down as you walk around, or if you type the word chicken in chat, there's going to be a bunch of chickens that fall from the sky. Um, the, the, the teachers are extremely excited, and teachers and parents, because it's like, hey, look, the, the student is, uh, you know, he, he, he's learning coding, and then the kids are like, hey, look, the chickens are falling from the sky. So um, at the end of the day, they're going to be code masters, because you can actually transfer the the um, block coding right in the game and change it to JavaScript or change it to Python. And you're able to do that pretty smoothly and flawlessly um, and, and go back again. And they communicate with each other. Um, and that interface, that block bit, block coding based interface that is able to be pivoted to um, Python and, and uh, JavaScript, 
that is going to be very, very similar to the interfaces you see across some other STEM resources like MakeCode Arcade, Microbit. Um, you're able to go in and use the, those those same ones as well. Um, and and it, it's great because if the students have learned Microbit first and then popped over to Minecraft, they're going to feel very comfortable. And vice versa works is true as well. So if they start in Minecraft and get comfortable with the block-based coding, they're able to pop over to Microbit and make code, and it's a flawless transition. Um, and um, just for a quick little snippet of what those are like, um, they're little codable devices that you can um, have, like physical devices if you have them, and you just basically plug them into the PC, download some code, um, and you can make the LEDs flash, different music, um, a lot of really cool things, and it, it gets everybody excited about um, coding. And yeah, just for our listeners at home, we definitely at Boland Elementary School and at all of the Springfield Public Schools, um, those devices are available for the students to use. We have Microbits, we have Makey Makeys, we have Hummingbird Kits, we have all of these microprocessors and input and out dev output devices that the students are learning how to use um, through primarily block-based coding at the elementary school level, but it's preparing them to move on to middle school and high school um, to then switch from block-based coding to exactly what you're talking about, Dan, switching to an actual programming language like JavaScript and um, Python. And just to continue to make, uh, you know, to create the 21st century learners um, that then they'll be able to go on and if they choose to pursue a career in computer science or at the very least, um, from a digital citizen perspective, be able to be more critical about how they're using technology. And instead of becoming just a consumer of technology by just playing somebody else's game or by using somebody else's device to eventually realize that they know enough of how this works that they can create their own um, device or their own game or their own app or their own website and uh, really have a voice or be in control of the way they interact with these machines and have a voice of their own. Um, so that being said, this conversation was wide ranging about Minecraft and it's very exciting to just start to talk about it. I look forward in future episodes, Dan, for us to kind of maybe drill down a little more specific on, on certain things um, or certain ways that we're using Minecraft at here at Boland. Um, so our uh, family, um, our families and uh, the students and the staff can learn a little bit more about all the exciting things you're helping us accomplish. And I can't say enough how much I appreciate all the time you've given me to, to help me go from a beginner in Minecraft, a beginner builder to, you know, figuring out how to left click and right click and making sure I don't keep switching them up and destroying <laughs> the thing that I want to create. Um, thank you for agreeing to be part of the Bowling School Spotlight podcast. And we look forward to shining that spotlight on the work you do and Minecraft here at Boland uh, in future episodes. My pleasure, and I can't wait to talk more. It's, it's, it's been so much fun, and I look forward to, to more of these. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Dan, for being part of this one, and we'll uh, talk again soon. All right. See you.
And there you have it. We've come to the end of our first episode of season three of the Bowling Spotlight podcast. We hope you enjoyed and maybe even learned something about Minecraft and how students at Bowling School are using it to show what they're learning in a fun and creative way. Of course, we want to thank Dan Cornell, a.k.a. Minecraft Dan, for joining us. You can look forward to hearing more from him in future episodes when we continue to talk more about how Minecraft can be used in different subject areas like math, science, social studies, and digital citizenship. Also, we look forward to having students ask Minecraft Dan questions about all things Minecraft. If you have any questions or comments for me regarding anything you heard during our conversation or would like to suggest a topic for a future episode, please email me at mansod at springfieldpublicschools.com. That's M-A-N-S as in Sam, E-A-U-D at springfieldpublicschools.com. Or you can message me on Class Dojo. Until then, this is Mr. Manso asking you to take care of yourself and remember to be kind to yourself and each other. And we look forward to having you part of future episodes of the Bowling School Spotlight. Bye, everybody.